Aussie NBA stars Dante Exum and Fox Sports darling Ben Simmons are all the rage on the splash. Today it's Wednesday the 8th of November. Yeah, welcome in to the splash on this Wednesday. I am your host Phil Pryor. Uh, as I said, we're going to chat NBA today. Ben Simmons uh, is going from strength to strength. His all-star claims, main he's maintaining his all-star claims, I should say. Uh, we, we spoke about that a couple, maybe last week or, or two weeks ago, and uh, it was very early at that point. But he's hanging around. Those numbers are hanging around. So we're going to dig into that with Olgan Ulich in a moment on the splash um, but definitely a couple of other things I'd like to mention um, which are worth checking out on the Fox Sports website um, plus I, I should also point out tomorrow on the splash we will uh, really dig into uh, previewing the Socceroos uh, leg one World Cup qualifier against Honduras and man it is heating up big time we're going to try and call in uh, Fox Football editorial lead Dave Weiner, who is in Honduras, so really find out how it's going. But um, he's already penned some stuff for us on the website, just detailing how furious uh, the locals are with the way that uh, they have been portrayed in the Australian media, um, and just uh, the general sort of. Uh, fury towards the Socceroos and um, and the the aggressive physical nature in which they're going to play this first leg on their home turf on Saturday morning Australian time. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how things are shaping up uh, in terms of the Socceroos first leg of the World Cup qualifier against Honduras in rugby league. League writer Nathan Ryan has crunched a few numbers following this uh, massive uh, swap which we saw late last week. Matt Moylan, uh, he goes to the Sharks. James Maloney has gone back to the Panthers. Um, And yeah, Nathan Ryan has crunched some numbers looking at uh, what Matt Moylan's move to the Sharks means, essentially. Um, Particularly for last year, last season's Sharks fullback, Valentine Holmes, And potentially, could he be moved back to the wing, Um, which seems quite astonishing given the rise uh, and just the the talent and and his market value as well. So, certainly worth checking out. Uh, That's up on the website now. Um, What is also on the website uh, details Matthew John's thoughts on James Maloney's move to Penrith uh, on a lucrative three-year contract worth about 800 grand a season Um, you know he's obviously had a lot of success with the NRL clubs that he's gone to Um, so so Matty Johns has some interesting thoughts uh, on James Maloney and why it doesn't tend to work out longer term at at the one club um, for the start half Uh, something to definitely worth Worth checking out and Splash listeners. Remember Christy Doran, he was on the Splash yesterday. He is on every now and again. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke to him about uh, a session in the nets with Pat Cummins and Australian captain Steve Smith. Well, the evidence is now on the website. We have a two-minute video uh, which features all that happened out at the nets 
with Smith, Pat Cummins, Australian fast bowler, of course, and our very own journalist, Christy Doran, uh, worth checking out on the website now. Uh, you're looking for Aussies, Pat Cummins, and Steve Smith, destroy Fox Sports journalist. And now we'll move to NBA. We're joined by NBA writer for Fox Sports Australia, Olgan Ulich. Welcome to the Splash, Olgan. Thank you. So you're here to talk Ben Simmons and Dante Exum, uh, one of which is making a big splash, speaking yes. of splash, in the NBA. Uh, but both of them are making headlines. Yeah, they are. Um, I had a chance to speak to both of them uh, yesterday. Uh, they had a, a fun little Call of Duty thing. They played Call of Duty uh, World War Two, which is the kind of the new game in that... Xbox, PlayStation style. They played on PlayStation, which... Uh, Apparently, Dante Exum was not fond of. I think he's an Xbox guy. Oh, um, yeah, but I had big a chat conflict. with... Apparently. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, I had a, a good chat with them after that. Uh, I was with Dante first. He spoke about his ACL injury um, and how that's probably going to help him with this shoulder injury that he has. Yeah, uh, so course. a separated shoulder, which is yeah. keeping him out of this entire NBA season. Yeah, so in the preseason, he got kind of fell on by TJ Warren, a uh, preseason game against the Suns. Uh, and that shoulder separation will probably keep him out for the entire season, which really sucks for him. This, this would have been his uh, fourth year in the league. He's already mm. had a season uh, entirely missed because of that ACL injury that he suffered in 2015. Yeah. Um, so this really sucks for him. And that's what he said. He said it sucks. Um, but he, you know, he, he said that that the ACL injury and the preparation he went through, the you know him learning the mindset that he has to have to go through it. Uh, he said that's going to help him with this one. Uh, he didn't give us a timeline with regard to when he could be back, but the okay. expectation is that it's a season-long thing. Um, you know, so hopefully he kind of just keeps his head on his shoulders because yeah. you know, for a 22-year-old to go f- to go through something like this for the second time in your young career, it's just really tough to do. And you've got a, a, a feature on Dante Exum on the, the Fox Sports website live now. That's correct. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so it was mostly just, you know, speaking about that, um, you know, there's a... Another big feature that, that features both Ben and Dante about playing this game together. They had a lot of fun playing um, you know, Call of Duty t- together. There's a fun little anecdote in there about how the pair of them... As uh, kids, you mean? As kids, yeah. So they've, they've known each other since they were like eight or nine years old. I suppose they're still kids. <laughs> Very much so. I know, they're like my age, so, but okay. they're children. Radio, um, Radio Junior. <laughs> I'm not the junior anymore. We've got, a, we've got another child in here. Um, but no, they've known each other for, for a little while now. Um, and apparently, as as actual kids, they try to start a YouTube channel together, just just like a gaming channel, wow. which is kind of interesting. <laughs> and apparently, Ben went out and and bought like cap- screen capture equipment and tried to make it a thing, and wow. it didn't become a thing. Okay. Now they're both in the NBA, so it's okay. I was gonna say, I think if they tried that again, they could probably make something of it. Oh, they'd pull it off, and they have yeah. the resources to do it. They've yeah. got you know yeah. the backing of their respective teams and millions uh, of followers. That's correct. Yes. Um, but you know what? It's, it's something they tried to do. It didn't work out. And now they're both NBA players. I think they chose the right thing. I think so. Yep. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yep. Uh, and Ben Simmons, as you said, you, you've also had a chat to him. Uh, you've also got a feature on Ben Simmons on the website. Uh, elaborate on that a little bit for us. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to ask Ben mostly about his start to the season. You know, it's an incredible start. He's averaging around 18, uh, nine rebounds, eight assists, something like that. Um, which for a rookie is incredible. Yeah, I've already written a story about how I think he should be in the All Star conversation. Yeah, that started to pick up steam steam recently after the, his past few triple doubles. Um, Good job getting getting in earlier with that one. By you. the way, thank you, Philip. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> and so, 
Um, you know, this one is mostly just asking about that. Um, you know, I asked him about, he's been, you know, thrown in conversations with guys like Oscar Robertson, uh, Magic Johnson, LeBron. And so for a, a good 20, company. Yes. But for a 21 year old, that could be, you know, you need your head and your shoulders to kind of stay grounded through that. Yeah. So I asked him about that and he kind of talked about, you know, him trying to, you know, not, um, you know, be pressured by that, those kind of expectations and just play his game. And then, you know, that's what he's doing. He's playing right now. Yeah. Um, and he's yeah. playing quite well. Yeah, as you said, as we record, uh, Dante Exum's Utah Jazz are up against Ben Simmons. Only one of those guys, of course, is on the court. Um, Ben Simmons, first half, how's he looking? He's looking okay. He got a bit frustrated toward the end of that first half. Um, It's it's really cool to see him and Joe Ingles go at it. I was going to say, is Joe Ingles yapping? He's doing a little bit. Um, it's, it's, It's even better to see... Um, there was one possession where Joe Ingles had it in the corner and he kind of hesitated with the shot until he saw Ben Simmons was in front of him and then he decided to shoot it. He missed it, but that's the kind of back and forth that I like to see. Okay. Um, and Joe Ingles isn't scared. Yeah. And so that it's, yeah. it's, really, it's really fun. Hey, speaking of shooting, um, I was reading something yesterday which was on the Fox Sports website. Yeah. Uh, so the ringer's Kevin O'Connor... Uh, who's you know just out there in terms of the basketball media in the states? He suggests that Ben Simmons is in fact shooting with his wrong hand, so he yeah. shoots left-handed. He's a lefty. He does pretty much everything else with his right hand, and it's not the first time I've heard this theory. Even our own uh, Joel Carboni from Stats Upstairs, who considers himself a bit of an NBA nut, um, thinks the same thing. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? I think it's it's a fun little conspiracy theory. <laughs> the fact that this dude is actually right-handed yeah. as a basketball player, I just don't think it holds any water. <laughs> He's played left-handed for his entire... Did you ask Ben about this? No, I didn't because I had um, important questions to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I forgot to ask him about which, which hand and if, if, it's, if it's his preference <laughs> while he's playing. Yeah, I suppose it's... You can't really ask an NBA player if they're shooting no. with their wrong hand. But that does bring up the fun conversation of Markel Fultz, who is Ben Simmons' teammate, number one overall pick yes. this season. Yes. Uh, he's, he has a, a shoulder injury, and he was seen in practice the other day shooting with his left hand. And so people are suddenly thinking, are the Sixers telling this dude to shoot with his left hand now? Which would have wow. just been crazy. Apparently that wasn't the case, but um, yeah, apparently it's, it's weird that we're talking about the hands of... <laughs> The, the, the 76ers team. The last when they won, two number one NBA draft picks. Yeah, when they won four in a row. We should probably be talking about that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this was fun. Yeah, I it was. This. It's crazy. Uh, speaking <laughs> of crazy, uh, one other thing we should probably make mention of, um, which does involve another Australian in the NBA, uh, Eric Bledsoe. He has finally been traded away from the Phoenix Suns. He wasn't even playing for them by the end of that um, circus uh, situation. <laughs> He's gone to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, and now it could affect Matthew Delavadova's role in that uh, franchise for this season. That's right. So it was about two weeks ago, Eric Bledsoe tweeted, I don't want to be here. Yes. Which is a really confronting thing to see if you're a Phoenix Suns kind of front office guy. Yes. Um, but, you know, they obliged and they traded him. So uh, the Phoenix Suns got Eric, uh, Greg Monroe, a few draft picks. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks got Eric Bledsoe. So what that gives them is, you know, a legitimate um, kind of two-way point guard in this league. He's you can he'll probably tease a twenty-five and five every game. Yeah. Um, but what it does do as well is um, probably puts Matthew Delavadova back 
kind of toward the back end of that rotation. Yeah. You know, Delhi hit was kind of starting at the start of last year. He got demoted for Malcolm Brogdon, who was kind of the star rookie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. now Delhi will probably take another step back where I, feel, I, I would imagine Eric Bledsoe would start for this team. Malcolm Brogdon would play big minutes off the bench. Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't leave much room for Delhi. Uh, who's on a you know nine million dollar contract? He's contracted for the next two years as well. Yeah. Um, and so you know that leads me to think that this team probably can't really afford to keep this guy. Mm. Um, so you know that if that was if I was to guess if I had a little crystal ball that would be my my prediction. My prediction would be that Delhi will be traded before the trade deadline this year. I mean, he's being traded along with a pretty hefty price tag though, which for sure uh, someone and some roster under their salary cap is going to have to pick up. Yeah, that's that's the rough part of it. You know, the the Bucks really can't afford to keep him or someone like that contract on their roster. Mm. Um, you know, going to this off season now that they have Eric Bledsoe's contract uh, instead of Greg Monroe's expiring contract, they yeah. really need to kind of get rid of yeah. something, kind of some dead weight. Yeah. Delhi is kind of the perfect guy to do that now that they have two point guards in front of him. Um, and so, you know, whether they can trade him, whether a team wants to take on that contract, you know, a backup point guard. Um, who hasn't been playing great, who hasn't been shooting great, yeah. um, you know, who's got two more years of a, you know, $9.6 million on that, a year on that contract. It's, it's really not an attractive one. Mm. Um, but I, I imagine they'll find, you know, a home for him, probably put some draft picks on that deal as well. Um, but yeah, I don't imagine Matthew Delvado, Matthew Delvado is going to stay in Milwaukee past February. What's Cleveland's cap looking like? They've obviously, <laughs> you know, he won a championship with them a couple of years ago. Uh, they can't get Isaiah Thomas onto the court. Maybe yeah. they could use a bit of Delhi. Well, they, to be honest, they probably could use you know a point <laughs> guard or a guard who can play any D, just because you know they've got they're, they're playing Derek Rose and, and J.R. Smith, who, to be honest, just not a good defensive backcourt. And then yeah. off the bench, you've got Dwayne Wade coming in, who is just an old human being, <laughs> so he's not going to play D either. And they've got Isaiah Thomas coming in, so that defense isn't going to get any better. A guy like Delhi would help. Whether they can maneuver some stuff to take on that contract. I don't know. I don't think so. Wait and see. That's uh, that's how it all rolls. We'll wait and see. All right, Olgan, thank you very much for joining The Splash. Thank you, Philip. And that'll do us today on The Splash. As I mentioned, Socceroos football chat tomorrow, hoping to get uh, Fox Football editorial journalist, uh, digital journalist Dave Weiner on the phone from Honduras. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, until next time on The Splash, that's a wrap.